Hello everybody. Thank you for joining us today on Rodney South versus Leadership. Today we have a very special guest on our program. This individual has a vast diverse background with lots of experience. Everything from being a great school teacher, she worked her way through law school to become an excellent lawyer. You know, she's had all this experience and that still wasn't what she really desired to do. After all that time, she joined this wonderful company where she's at now and is doing wonderful, great things there, building a uh, leaders among her team, being a leader herself, but she has a lot of knowledge in management as well. So we're going to, and she also has the title of being an author, which is an excellent title to entail, especially what she's done in her career. So we'd like to go ahead and welcome Ms. Kim Skewer to the program. Hi, Robbie. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for taking time out of your busy day to spend a little bit of time with us to share your knowledge and your experience. Well, I'm really glad to be here. And talking about leadership is one of my favorite subjects. And, you know, I, I think that's very important. And, you know, as you know, and the listeners may or may not know, is I've been a firefighter for many, many years. And I think even in that position, as I'm sure you've seen over your career, people tend to get leadership and management. They want to use those interchangeably. And I, I don't think that's really the best options. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, I would, I agree with you completely. I've served in a management role, you know, when I worked in the corporate structure and me and our team of folks were working towards a common goal that was set by the, you know, the corporate leadership. Uh -huh. uh, and so it was all about in, in management, it's really about making the trains run on time. Yes. And leadership is a completely different mindset. Absolutely. And, and in leadership, the way I look at it is you're empowering the team to use their great skills, their own knowledge to be able to grow and expand. You, you may say, okay, team, we're going to go out and accomplish this project. And that's really all you have to say. And then they have the tools and the skills necessary to get most of it done. Now they may have to come back and, you know, get a little bit of guidance from you, but you're not there giving them step-by-step -step instructions. Is, is that pretty accurate or is there more in-depth stuff than that? Well, you know, I think that's very accurate. And on the leadership side, it is more about personal development. It's about inspiring the people to, people to become you know, they're realize their potential and to accomplish the goals that they set for themselves and to inspire them to, you know, really set high goals that they may have thought were beyond their reach, which is a much different, uh, you know, sensibility than when you're talking about managing people to accomplish a particular goal set by a corporation. Oh, and absolutely. And my thoughts again on, on leaders, you may have four, five, 20 different people that you're working with on different projects. And that's a lot of different personalities to deal with. And 
when you're dealing with that many people over, in our case, it could be many different states, but, you know, back to a more manageable situation, you really have to know those individuals to be able to uh, pull their strengths out that they may not see. So what are some of your thoughts and how would you go about recognizing somebody's strengths and pulling that out of them that they're not really seeing? Well, you know, it's all about what you said, getting to know the person and spending time with them and listening to them and observing what it is, you know, sometimes there's a, a mismatch between words and actions. Yeah. And so I like to spend time talking to people and to hear what they have to say, you know, what their why is and how they plan to accomplish things and what it is they want to accomplish. But then to actually observe what are the actions they're taking in order to do the things that they've told me about. And by doing that, kind of looking at the words and the actions, it gives me a better idea on how I can be the most supportive and provide that leadership or mentoring, whatever it is that um, I need to provide to help that person. Now, you know, one of the great leaders in, in our lives is Tom Matthews, yes. the founder of Wealthwave. And Tom says something really interesting. He says that what a leader most owes to their team is to set a great example. Absolutely. And so you hear that in terms of leading from the front, yes. which is what he always sets that example of leading from the front. And so for me, it's not only getting to know that person and finding ways to be supportive and helpful and mentoring and all of that, but it's also in myself leading, you know, providing that example, you know, being the behavior, you know, being the person that I want them or I, I hope that they want to be, they want to emulate those behaviors um, to set that example. Absolutely. And correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I've seen and from what I feel like, and I could, I could be wrong, I think us as humans mock what we see. Like you said, you said in the example, the people around you are going to see that and they're going to start doing what you're doing. And they may not right. realize it at first, but as they're around it more and more, they're going to change their ways and say, hey, she's doing this and it's working. Why am I not doing that? I mean, is that kind of your take on it as well? Right, exactly. And, you know, vice versa. If the leader's not setting a great example, then the leader can't expect their team to step up beyond what they're willing to step up. You know, I've been uh, in the corporate side and in the independent side for many, many years. And the thing that I've observed is the team always does what the leader does. So if the leader is striving and working hard, you'll find a team that for the most part is doing, emulating that behavior. Uh -huh. But if you've got a leader who doesn't show up, 
who isn't striving, who's maybe calling it in, you'll find a team that's doing exactly the same thing. A leader has a lot of responsibility in that in that way. I absolutely agree with you 100%. And that brings up another another thought that I have. Does a leader have to have a title such as manager, director, CEO, or could it be somebody on the front lines doing the work every day? Right. I, I think the role of leadership has nothing to do with the title somebody may carry. You know, in the corporate world, there are all kinds of fancy titles. I think I had 10 different titles after my name, um, but, you know, none of them really spoke to whether I was being a leader or whether I was really just serving in the role of a manager. And I, don't get me wrong, managers play an important part in making the trains run on time. Yes. No doubt about it. But when you're talking about inspiring people to become better, to realize their potential, to go beyond what you know goal may be set uh -huh. uh, by an entity is more in line with leadership. Um, but yeah, leadership has nothing to do with what your title is. I, I totally agree. And I, I think that's where some people kind of get mixed up is they want the title so they can think they have respect. And just because you have a title doesn't mean people are going to respect you. I mean, I've had plenty of supervisors that, why do you have that title? You don't know what you're doing. But yet somebody yeah. that's, you know, out there doing the work, I can say, hey, I can respect that individual because, you know, they, they talk to me, they treat me like a human being. They don't treat me like dirt, you know? <laughs> right. That's exactly right. And, you know, you titles can bring you credibility, which makes it e easier and quicker to garner respect. Yes. But to truly step in the role of leader, you've got to earn it. You've got to earn that, earn yes. that role, earn that position. And there aren't any um, quick fixes. You know, there aren't shortcuts to it. You've got to earn it. You may have more credibility with a title and you may even have more power, but whether you are truly a leader is a whole different ball game. I agree with that. And, you know, I just lost my train of thought here. Anyways, <laughs> the thing is, is we want people to understand everybody has the potential to be a leader. Um, I don't think that one person should be a leader over someone else. Now, some may require a little more work, a little more fine tuning, a little more skills. So if somebody feels like they're needing more resources to better their leadership skills, what kind of advice do you have for people like that? You know, there are all kinds of resources out there. When I first um, was appointed president of our broker dealer, I had, you know, been a lawyer in the law department. I didn't know the first thing about being a president. So I went to Barnes and Noble and bought every book I could about, you know, to help me be um, a better executive, be a better leader, be a better president. 
And the advice I would give is when you're looking at books or videos or movies, documentaries, whatever you're looking at to provide you with some insights and some help. I always, it's, I've, I've found that it is better to go with authors or subjects of videos or whatever, who've actually done it. There are a whole bunch of people out there who write books on how to be a leader who've never been a leader in their life. Absolutely. They are, you know, researchers or they're very established authors. Uh -huh. um, a lot of business gurus are out there and they build successful businesses, you know, creating books and workbooks and materials on how to do this and how to do that. But I mean, I read books like uh, a book by Colin Powell, uh -huh. uh, a book about the leadership secrets of Abraham Lincoln. Um, you know, these great leaders and history, there are books about them and how they did what they did. And those were the books and the videos and the resources that I um, went to for insights and advice and, and, you know, behavior to pattern after, and really not the business guru books, because quite honestly, they, they're very good at writing books, but they, they haven't proven themselves as leaders, uh -huh. like a Colin Powell, like, you know, an Abraham Lincoln, right. like some of the, uh, there are great books about the top um, NFL and NBA coaches out uh -huh. there uh, because man, they what they do is an awful lot about leadership. But I'd also, you know, I, I read or listen to audiobooks from a variety of leaders from a variety of backgrounds, whether it's sports or political or in the military, or, you know, listen to a variety of voices, um, people who've done it before, people who've walked the walk, not just talk the talk. And, and that's an excellent point. I mean, yes, people can talk about something they've never done, but they don't really have that, that skill set to be able to do it. So that, I, I love that. And, you know, it's kind of funny you just mentioned that you, you do listen to other uh, people from different industries. Uh, as I said, I'm a firefighter also. And here we about a year ago, we got a new fire chief at my department. Uh, and about two months ago, he was at my station. And I just casually asked him, hey, chief, outside of fire department stuff, because we have our leadership books for the fire department and they are what they are. <laughs> but I said, outside of fire department, I would like to learn some different type of leadership theories and styles you know that, that you use to get where you are because he's probably right. 10 years younger than me and he put me on the Jocko and I've been reading that book of uh skills and tactics for leadership I've been blown away yeah. at listening to, to what he talks about versus how we can apply that to a business setting and he's coming from the military so Yes, different people are going to have ideas, but then when you listen to all those different ones, you're going to pick up something from somebody and can be able to apply it and make yourself better. So I, I love that you said that. 
And I think that's an excellent resource. I just finished listening to an audio book by two women Marines. And the book was entitled Leading from the Front. And they actually own a company that consults with businesses about leadership. But what was really interesting, I mean, there was a whole bunch of interesting stuff in this book. But one of the interesting things that they said about the Marines is the Marines trains each Marine to step up and become a leader. Because when they're in the field, anybody can be killed in combat. Uh And the next person in line has got to be ready to step up and be that leader. And so in the Marines, as in, I'm sure, several arms of the military, they train each person to step up and become that leader. And and that's so true. I mean, what you're talking about there, Jocko says the same thing, you know, let your people plan out the, the mission, the task. Yes, they may be terrible at it at first, but when you show them and you get their feedback on it, you, you let them realize their mistakes and let them play. You're building them up and, and they can be able to step up and take that next role when they have to. Right. So it's such right. an excellent, excellent. Our organization, you know, we're all the time learning and becoming better leaders amongst ourselves, which is, I think is an excellent, excellent thing. And Right. I don't think leaders should ever stop learning. I mean, because there's always new things coming about that you're going to learn from somebody. So I, I just, I think if you, personal opinion, if you ever think you know everything about leadership, I just think it's time to step aside and let somebody else take the reins there because there's there's so much to learn. I don't see how anybody could ever fully master leadership. I mean, do you think that's too far off the course? I agree completely. And, you know, the best leaders are actually the leaders who are continuously learning. And one like you, one of my favorite things to do is to ask people, so what book are you reading? Or what book would you recommend? Uh-huh. And if you're talking to someone who's in the game, they will have something. I oh, just finished this or I'm currently reading this and it's really good. Um, and, but people who have maybe stepped back, they'll stumble for a title to give you. Absolutely. And I think it shows in their skill set as well, because they're not as sharp. They don't have the, um, relationships. And I, (laughs) you know, as a firefighter, I see, and where I work is a smaller department. It's not a metro department. So this this could play a factor in that. But I don't have the relationships with some of my superiors there like I do with some of my leaders here in our company. And I, I do see where that affects our team and how we carry things out. And also just the um, mentality of the people there there's not as good of a bond amongst us to where we know, I mean, yes, we know we're going to go in and we're going to do our jobs, but that the mindset and the mentality and the camaraderie, it seems to be lacking at times compared to where it used to be. And I think that's something that leadership is really needs to hone in on and kind of pull everybody together, 
build those relationships and maintain them throughout the whatever time that may be. I mean, because it's if you don't know your people, you can't take care of them. And yes, there's certain times to where I know I've had times where my personal life affected my job. And when you have that relationship with your superiors, you can talk about it and they can help you walk through that things. Do you think, what are your thoughts on that in leadership? Well, I find it very important for leaders to have that kind of relationship with their with their team. Now, it doesn't mean that, you know, they that people have to be part of your personal life or or whatever. Set the boundaries that you want to set. Uh-huh. But I, I think you do have to have, I think that relationship of trust is very important in a leadership dynamic. Because sometimes, you know, leaders are asking the team to go somewhere that that they wouldn't go on their own. Uh-huh. And you really have to trust your leader um, to go there. Trust your leader to make yourself vulnerable to identify what's important to you, what your why is, what it is you personally want to accomplish. And so to set that level of trust requires more than an, you know, an employee, employer, or supervisor, employee relationship. Absolutely. I agree. Well, we're getting close to the end of today's episode. Do you have any other words, tips, or anything you would like to give to our listeners before we end today's program? Mm. You know, leaders aren't born. Certainly, I was not born to be a leader. Um, and it took a lot of work and it took a lot of uh, reading and emulating. But for the most part, it was just getting out there and being with people and being myself and wanting at my core the best for everyone. And I mean, if you stay genuine and true to that, you may fumble, you may not have the right words, you may say the wrong things, you may do the wrong things, but, and leaders do that. Leaders are human. That's right. But um, if you are at your core genuine and you genuinely care for the people you work with, uh, they'll cut you some slack. Um, and, And so that would be what I would say. I certainly... It's, you know, been years in the making to get me here and years beyond that, that I have to become, you know, the leader that I'm going to be. So always keep that in mind. Nobody is born to be a leader. Absolutely. And keep that vision looking forward and not in the rearview mirror. I couldn't agree with you more there. Well, I'd like to go ahead and again, thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to join us and and give us your words of wisdom and your insight on being the next great leader. Well, thank you so much, Robbie. It's been a great pleasure. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks for listening, everybody. We look forward to seeing you next time.